as promised we are back ladies and gentlemen good morning it is august 28th 2020 hello everybody again welcome back to a brand new episode of kicking it with the king episode 286 welcome back ladies and gentlemen as promised appreciate you guys it's good to be back like i said it's early morning i put the tweet out yesterday that we were going to be back at the show and since like the last few shows that we've done we've actually done them on uh, Friday so Friday and Saturday so I'm thinking maybe just do the show on Friday Friday and Saturday two shows probably back to back like that just as planned and um, you know I think we're, we're going to go good from there and I significantly appreciate all you guys for tuning into the shows and everything you know, I looked at the numbers and they're really good you know, they're, they're, they're definitely improving and you know a lot of people have been tuning in and listening to our podcast you know someone streamed our show off of Alexa like literally Amazon Alexa, you know, on the Anchor app, where you see your stats and stuff like that, and you know where your bank account is and stuff. I was looking at the the apps that were used to listen to the podcast. You know how there's multiple podcasting apps and stuff. I was looking, I scrolled down, I was like, whoa, Amazon Alexa. I was like, that's cool. I was like, I wonder who's doing that. Like, you're all doing the dishes and listening like the podcast. That's so funny. That's so cool. That's badass. I appreciate all you guys. Um, like I said, good morning. Like I said, episode 286. Thanks for joining us. We're available everywhere. You get your shows um, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Overcast. Anywhere you get your shows, we're available 100% free. You can also visit us at www.anchor.fm forward slash kwtkpod. And you can go on over to social media as well. Apparently, this has been working. So it's at kwtkpod on Instagram, Twitter, G the King Official on Instagram, GT King Official on Twitter as well. So we got a good show today, got a good one planned. Um, I'm not going to lie, but there's a couple, like three times where I try to do the show and the introduction was just so sloppy. Like, we need to have like a good, solid, set introduction and just try to spice it up each and every time. I know I did a little, like, a little countdown and stuff like that. It's so cool. Man. I think I got that from Joe Rogan like a long time ago, but yeah, we got to do that. That would be kind of cool. Maybe add some music in the back and all that stuff. Like, we used to have like a, I think we did like a, like, a tiny majority of them stuff with the with the, uh, with the music in the background but I didn't want to like distract people because you didn't hear one like right now I can't hear the music when I was playing it but when it's going to be uh, post-production for the show and stuff for the show out everyone to listen to it's gonna um, it's not gonna have the music and stuff anyways guys welcome in uh, we got a good show um, let's start let's start let's game time let's start right off um, I don't know like a few days ago give me one second trolls right i don't ever do that so the one times that i do you know just you know everybody you know i don't know what the conversation was even about oh it was you know like you know if you guys um were in the news you're paying attention to the news hopefully you do leon leon edwards has been looking for a fight with jorge masvidal right for the longest time since he you know got caught with that three piece in a soda um so leon just constantly you know frequently will tweet to jorge masvidal and never get a response back. And you know, obviously, if you look at the comment section, it's ruthless. And you know, people are saying like, "Oh, George is scared," or all this other bullshit like that. And I just, you know, I had to sit there and correct. I wasn't talking shit back. I was logically explaining myself. That's the fun part about the whole trash talk response and stuff. And you know, he chatted a couple of dummy, couple of accounts. You know, like thirty-two followers. Oh, blah blah blah. Oh. They'll go and look at your account and say, well, oh, more skills than I can list in a bio. Because if you look at my Instagram, it says more skills than I can list in a bio. You know, just like a little slogan, just like you do your profile, your place, your, your space. It's like, basically, my space is your space. That's your profile. That's your everything. People, so people will try to, like, make fun or whatever it is. I'm like, dude, go fuck yourself. You, 
you took the time out your day to look at my profile. But anyways, no, I was talking about, um, basically, like, how Masvidal has more knockouts than Leon Edwards, and, you know, Leon Edwards has more wins by decision than anything, and people are in the steady in the comment section saying that Leon would smoke Jorge Masvidal, quote-unquote, smoke. I'm like, uh... When I literally said this, I said, when has Leon Edwards ever smoked anybody? As far as I'm concerned, his last, you know, he's only had two finishes in, like, the last five years or some shit like that. And, you know, he's on a win streak, and, you know, majority of those are all by decision. So, what is he going to do? Beat Jorge Masvidal in a decision? That's not smoking him. Smoking him is, don't use the term smoking in, in, as you're coming in, unless you're going in there and knocking him out in the first round, not being a decision machine. So, there's no, there's nothing that Leon does that, that super impresses me, that isn't anything else I've ever seen, nor is anything George Masvidal hasn't ever seen, because, you know, he has, like, five times the, the fighting experience than Leon Edwards does, and, you know, like I said, I mean, experiences are experiences, it's a stand-up striker battle, it's, it's not, probably not gonna have to go to the ground or anything like that, I think it, it purely would be a stand-up fight, you know, I give Leon Edwards credit, definitely, he's a fucking savage, he's a solid fighter, he's a well-rounded fighter, he's a good striker, but, you know, I, I've said this a lot of times, that, um, this sport's not about, you know, sadly, in, in this day and age, not sadly, but look at what the money makers are and stuff like that, like the Connors, the Rondas, the big names, people speaking up, people selling fights, the numbers of pay-per-view, the numbers that the fight night did, it's all about numbers, you know, people shun the events that don't conduct the pay-per-views, you know, supposed to be like, you know, like top-notch matchups, you know, headliners, title fights, you know, there's no pay-per-views that aren't title fights, majority, more times than not, I haven't seen a pay-per-view with a title, not, not a title fight in a very long time, but I've seen a lot of main events and, and stuff like that, and what I was just saying, like, you know, Leon Edwards, you know, people know who, know who he is, knows, knows he's not like a, you know, like a, not like a casual, casual fans might not know. Edwards is, but a lot of the um, hardcores do. But he's not really like interesting. And what I mean, like you know, part of the fight is selling the fight, right? You want to get people interested in your fight. And what happens if you don't? No one's gonna tune in. You got to do something to spice it up. Just as Connor does. Just as he did. Just as Masvidal did. Sean O'Malley. These guys are getting famous. Are not famous. They're getting attention to their fights because of what they're putting out. Their social media, their interviews, their press, their personality, just who they are in general, how they carry themselves, what they tweet, what they say. I mean, Leon Edwards is only putting it in the news for bad reasons because, you know, he legitimately, like, look at, we're in a pandemic right now. I don't know how it is about, you know, like flying in and out of England and all that, but, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know if I'm, if I'm right or wrong, if I'm not butchering this, but, um, you know, you can't just, you know, I mean, I don't know if you can, I mean, I, I would love to see that fight, don't get me wrong, but uh, I know we got right into, like, the, that's not what we were really going to talk about, but, you know, I just kind of, you know, basically just pointed out some stats, and, you know, I had to use a Wikipedia, and then someone called me a casual and said, I, I bet you picked Masvidal to beat Usman, so I pulled up my Verdict MMA app and showed them screenshot Kamaru Usman by decision in 50-45. Fuck you, don't ever try to trash talk me. I'll, I'll make you look that online and make you cry, buddy. Um, yeah, but basically I just spent my time correcting a couple people. And I, you know, kind of st statistic, I was statistically being correct and there wasn't anything that was inaccurate in what I said. And if you look at the way that I talk and look at the way that I that I type my tweets and they're very detailed talking about specific situations and stuff, you'll see how you can definitely see it. So I'll definitely, I did that, but on top of that, um, I don't know why, but Twitter uh, suspended some of my account, my account features, which I didn't even notice. It said it was for 11 hours or so that night. Um, but I don't know why, I don't know why the fuck they did it for it. Like, I don't know, I, was it something I said? Did I, did I offend someone? Did Twitter find offensive? Is there a team out there that, ugh, looking for people to take down? I'm like, jeez, what did I say? Oh, I think it was like the Jeffree Star thing. Or using the word bitch a lot. 
oh, because someone said, are you dumb? Oh, no, no, yeah, it was a Jeffree Star thing. So, you know, Jeffree Star is, right? I don't, I, I just figured out. It was, I've seen the pictures and, you know, shit on the Instagram or the fucking internet and stuff. Like, I know who it is. Um, I don't pay attention to any of the shit that he does. But, um, you know, I'm just basically, so, a picture goes viral of Jeffree Star's boyfriend. And on the side, it was uh, via Dama's Live News on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, showed the, the tattoo. I don't fucking know. So black guy's tattoo on his arm, and then they had a side by side picture of another super or a new NBA star or something like that. And then Jeffrey Star is in the other picture, sitting on top, face the other way, and all you see was the arm tattoo. And then you see the um, all you and then you see the side by side comparison. And so basically showing that the tattoo in the other picture when he's by himself playing basketball, like the screenshot picture of that, and then it looks at the arm that matches the one with Jeffree Star. So I, uh, Jeffree Star and that basketball player are doing things, I guess, whatever they do. Um, I don't know. I asked on Twitter, I said, how do they fuck? I was like, so how do they fuck? I quoted something that was said, said or something. Sorry, no, it was real. It was real. I, I, it was just in the moment, man. I was just having fun. I'm not, I'm not, I like, you know, you can't just sit there and harp on something like that. I mean, I was just, I was just playing around. <laughs> oh my god, we could have a minute or two. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I should have apologized. I'm sorry. I'm an asshole sometimes. No, but I mean, if they're happy, they're happy. I'm not gonna, you know. But you know, the internet is ruthless, and I can't imagine the stress and the pressures of being a celebrity and things leaking out about you or things going on and you know people uh, you know talking shit and stuff I mean all the time like if you're not used to that and it just happens out of nowhere that's gotta be uh, something that's you know it's not really easy to get through and stuff but you know it just depends on who you are if you even pay attention to the tabloids or anything like that but a lot of these YouTubers, Instagram people, Instagram influencers, TikTokers, whatever it is that you do, that you seek to social media for, you know, obviously to get your, you know, whatever it is, your views, whatever, if you get paid for it, then by all means, go ahead and do that, but, you know, I just, I said some, I don't know, I guess I was just being un, unfiltered, and then, okay, so to continue the tweet, uh, I don't know who it was that said, are you dumb, and I was like, I don't know, ask your bitch or something. Are you stupid? And she, I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. Ask her, bitch. And, and, and that's probably why. Yeah. Yeah. I was just having some fun, man. Sometimes I like to get out there, have some fun. Don't take life too seriously. Sometimes we had a lot. We had a lot of fun. I was on fire yesterday. Uh, the other, not the. It was like last week or so. But yeah, I had a lot of fun. It was cool. It was cool. Uh, that's something that's really uh, exciting for him. Obviously, he seemed to compl- 
complain, not really be too happy with the six week six week notice preparation, but uh Slip in my mind. Let me pull that up. Forest. Was it Rampage? Uh, let me see. Don't don't um, mind the tapping. Give me one second. So basically what I'm saying is a light heavyweight belt just kept bouncing around like a fucking uh, English hooker constantly. Well, why does it have to be English? It can be an American hooker. Bouncing around like a hooker. This fucking belt went from person to person to person to person. No consistency until we get a man named John Jones. So Shogun wins the belt. A young man named John Jones comes in at 23 years old. Youngest champion in UFC history still to this day until somebody breaks that record. Then John came in. Destroyed Shogun. Then went on to destroy everybody else. Through the likes of Rampage, Shot Evans, Chael Sonnen, Vitor Belfort, Lyoto Machida, Alexander Gustafson two times, Daniel Cormier two times, Opus St. Peru, <laughs> Tiago Santos, Dominic Reyes. So all these, I mean, guys for years and you know fighting through the eras of different fighters right? so John made it just making his move to heavyweight so now the light heavyweight division is up for grabs so now we got Rackage Smith this weekend I'll be a good a good contender fight as well as maybe they take on the winner I don't know maybe the winner of Tiago Santos and Philip Teixeira might be in the wings for uh, this be the title shot, shot and a winner against the winner of Santos are a winner of, excuse me, of Reyes and Lovovich. 
interesting find though for sure. You know, the Reyes and Blowfish fight. What do you think of you know, being in tall? Reyes is a comedy, he is a good performer, nasty power. But you know, they're, they're two guys that have nasty power. Beyond, beyond, you see what he did to Luke Rockwell, what he did to Corey Anderson. This guy is head on. These guys hit hard at 205, man. So you can't uh, sleep on them. Reyes is nasty too. Nasty, dumb, you know, snappy punches and you know, very long limbs and very, you know, very fast and quick. Good takedown defense. You know, phenomenal. A lot of people thought he beat John Jones, and you know, just in a rematch, people would think the fight would go differently. I think he did phenomenal. You know, valiant effort against the champion John Jones at the time. But you know, I don't. I still didn't think he won. But I thought it was one of the best efforts that anybody put, along with the Tiago Santos fight too. So, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, Reyes um, is fantastic. Blahovich is fantastic. These guys are all gunning for gold right now. So, you know, it's a hot time with 205s, and and I'm excited for it. Um, Rakic versus Smith is a, is a good fight. Uh, Anthony Smith's coming off the loss to Glover Teixeira. So, um, you know, he has something to prove against Rakic. Rakic has that signature knockout win over him. Jimmy Manoa, man, if you guys seen that head kick, dude, and you see Manoa curled up on the floor, dude, that was insane. Um, I liked his uh, interview on Bisping's uh, podcast. He was on, uh, I think it was on Believe You Me, the Believe You Me podcast with Michael Bisping, and he seemed like a very, uh, very respectful kind of guy. So I like to wish him all the best. And, you know, it's gonna be interesting. Like, uh, I'm not, I don't really know too much about Rakic's style. I don't do know Smith is phenomenal with his submission game. Obviously good on the feet as well. Nasty elbows, nasty knees, nasty kicks. Guys, nasty overall anywhere. You know he's very smart. You know fantastic on the desk. Does he does amazing on the, on the, on the broadcast. I mean in the, in the commentary, not the commentary, but like the you know the UFC pre-shows and post-shows and stuff. He does good, man. He does really good. So, you know, he, he has a wealth of knowledge. Obviously, he knows what, what went wrong in the last fight. And, you know, he's very sincere about it. So, you can only wish him the best. And, you know, I, I'm going to go with Anthony Smith. You know, I, think, I think he's real. I mean, I, I, I like him. I like the style. I like his, I like his attitude. You know, he's a great fighter. He has a lot of experience. So, there's not a lot of things that he hasn't seen. Obviously, like I said, this this 205 pound division is wide open. Suddenly, we're talking about 205 again because you know when when, we, when you got a guy like John Jones, there's nothing bad about him, by the way, to say this, but you got a guy that's just so damn good, and you know this really keeps the the division in a stalemate. If you keep a division in a stalemate, there's really nothing exciting, nothing to happen. I mean, really, I can see what he means by you know not really getting excited for too much things. My, me myself is not. I'm not really too excited for that division. You know, I wouldn't really be excited for that division again because all it would, all it is is full of rematches and fights that would go one-sidedly for John. And funny, the funny thing I actually just thought about. Um, back, I think Rakic and Smith are both coming off of losses. They're both coming off of losses, so I'd say you give the title shot to the winner. Tiago Santos just broke to share a couple of shares on the streak. Obviously, Tiago Santos is coming off of a loss, but it's going to share a impressive fashion. He's beat a guy by the streak. One of the only streaks at 205 pounds, if I'm not mistaken. You know, Pahovich is doing good too. Um, so, the winner of that, face the winner of Pahovich versus Reyes, which will be exciting because, like I said, all these new matchups are heavily enticing. about Ruthless Robbie Lala. This card's really good. Looking at it from top to bottom. We got Smith versus Rakic. Robbie Lala returning against Neil Magny. 
Kim versus Grasso, Lamas versus Elgio, and Kalaya versus Kunte Laba. Very exciting fight for a lot of people. Um, if you remember seeing the first one, how how excellent and how you know kind of you know how fast paced it was right off the bat, very aggressively on both sides of that fight. You know, a lot of people um, you know wanted to see. You know, obviously it was stopped a little too early, but you know it was a uh, really exciting. It was a really exciting fight up until when it ended. But yeah, I mean ruthless Robbie Lawler returning, dude. That's crazy. That's a good fight. I mean, Robbie went absolutely delicious. Absolutely fantastic. It'll be interesting to see. But he's got the tank. I mean, I've been, I feel like it's been a while. I mean, obviously, you've seen the fight with Colby Covington. I mean, people would just, just say that, that that was a tough fight. Colby beat Robbie. He beat him fairly easily, too. So, I mean, like, Robbie Robert is very vicious. He, has, he obviously has a good chin. He can take it. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's going up against a very good guy. And, you know, that he's a good guy. I, I thought about I thought about this style fight the other day, and I thought, you know, Neil trains at Denver, and Denver, Colorado at elevation. See, it's fantastic cardio. You know, he's, you know, he's kind of been one of those guys that's just been there. You, you fight. You know, he's ha- had some big wins over some really good guys. And, you know, he's kind of like quiet, so he's not really like, you know, really like a household name, if you will. Like, a lot of hardcores know who he is, but casual fans won't. Well, I know who Neil Magny is. I love Neil Magny. He's great. Good fighter. Um, really respectful. Former like, Marine or he's a Marine. Former Marine or something like that. He's just, oh, you know, he's a phenomenal fighter. He's good in all areas. He's good on the feet. Good with submissions. Good with takedowns. You know, he's, he's you know, obviously training with guys like Curtis Blades and, you know, other, and, you know everyone else on the Elevation fight team. He's look, he looked good. I mean, looked good in his last fight. And, you know, he's going up against Robbie Lawler, which is, you know, a little bit more fit. I don't know necessarily if it's a big step up in competition, but it's a little bit more of a, you know, that's a, who, who would have thought that kind of fight, basically, like, damn, that's a crazy fight, man, if you can get a win over Robbie Lawler, that would be great, um, and Robbie Lawler, like, as vicious as he is, he just comes forward, you know, he doesn't give a fuck, he's trying to take your head off with every single punch, very knockout power in his hands and feet and knees and kicks, the way he fucked up Bobby Volker. Remember, the wins over the win over Johnny Hendricks, and the wins over Rory McDonald. Man, the second one was one of the most classic fights of all time. Man, how could anybody forget that kind of fight? It's absolutely vicious, man. That was one of the best. I mean, we see highlights of it all the time. Right? Every time, you know, every other day or every other week, so you see that you know the, the classic picture of him and Rory standing in the middle. Octagon and stuff, that's just some of the most vintage and muscle jelly parts of history that you know, we'll never So, like I said, he returns, that's gonna be exciting. Um, really, really pushing for Robbie to get this one because you know, I like Robbie. Robbie's a good guy, you know, he doesn't really give a fuck about what people say, and you know, he's just a uh, you know, obviously, just kind of keeps to himself and not really, like, really on social media unless he's promoting his like you know, American ethic. Sponsors and stuff, you know, they probably require him to do that. Other than that, he doesn't really social media. He doesn't really live his life on social media. You know, that's that's some of the things that I think a lot of people should do. You know, perfect examples of how people should be. But you know, because I'm not mad at that. I definitely support it. Man. I mean, I'd rather be in the room training rather than like uh, rather. But yeah. Anyways, guys. Um. Um, quickly, we're brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your shows. Kicking It With The King is available everywhere you get your shows. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play Music. I don't think it's Google Play Music. Everywhere you get your shows. We're available. We're available on Amazon Alexa as well if you want to stream our shows from there. Um, you can visit the website directly at www.anchor.fm forward slash kwtkpod to stream, download, or listen to every single one of our episodes predated, recorded with Anchor. And also, ladies and gentlemen, follow us on social media on Twitter, kwtkpod, Instagram at kwtkpod as well, gtheking official on Instagram, gtkingmma on Twitter. Alright, let's get into fight picks. Via Verdict MMA. You can follow me on Verdict MMA as well. G, the King MMA. Let me check it out. Um, let me go. Where is it? Boom. There we go. 
We're gonna make fight picks live. Get ready for the shit. And if he has, that I have already put in my picks. Four out of five at least. Magomad and Kalaev. This is I Kutilava. I got him to win the TKL second round. Ricardo Lamas is his Bill Aligo. I'm gonna go with Ricardo Lamas by decision. I wanna know who the other fucking dude is. It's a short notice guy. I picked Alessia Grasso by decision. Robbie Lawler by decision. Anthony Smith by submission in round two. Eh, I'm gonna switch that. You know, I, I don't mind keeping it, man. Whatever. Anyways, go from there to that. Any other breaking news? Anything? Today's show is a little bit shorter because it's only the it's only the first one. Well, I mean, like I said, we're gonna be back tomorrow as well, so we're gonna have a pre-show. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, this is kind of like kind of counts as a pre-show, kind of not really. But what's this? I thought something else, someone else followed me. Any other breaking news? Anything else we got? Oh my god. <laughs> Dylan Dennis says, So Sean O'Malley couldn't stand screaming in agony and taken out on the stretcher but x-rays come back completely clean and he says he wants one more before the end of the year what yeah but interesting though i mean like i said it's a freak injury and uh like a freak injury but yeah i don't know I, i've never had that happen to me have you guys ever had that i mean i don't i don't know man i mean i never got kicked in the cast before so i don't necessarily know like what it is, like what's, if, I mean, how sincerely it hurts. I mean, said the x-rays came back clean, I mean, if you look, you could remember going back to that fight with, um, he had, he had that fight with, um, what is his name, Sukum, Andre Sukumtop, right, he hurt his leg like that, a lot of people were criticizing him for not going for the takedown, and, you know, that, that same injury reoccurred, you go fast forward to the Cheeto Vera fight, he, you know, his leg gives out as well, and, uh, you know, it's not, it, you know, it's the same, it's like the same reoccurring thing, but like I said, I, had, I never, I never had gotten kicked like that, so I don't, I don't really know, like, how, how badly it, it hurt. And as promised, we are back, ladies and gentlemen, good morning, it is August 28th, 2020. Hello, everybody. Again, welcome back to a brand new episode of Kicking It with the King, episode 286. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. As promised, appreciate you guys. It's good to be back. Like I said, it's early morning. I put the tweet out yesterday that we were going to be back with the show, and since like the last few shows that we've done, We've actually done them on uh, Friday, so Friday and Saturday. So I'm thinking I'll maybe just do the show on Friday, Friday and Saturday. Two shows, probably back to back like that, just as planned. And um, you know, I think we're we're gonna go good from there. And I significantly appreciate all you guys for tuning into the shows and everything. You know, I looked at the numbers yesterday; they're really good. You know, they're, they're definitely improving. And you know, a lot of people have been tuning in and listening to our podcast. You know, someone streamed our show off of Alexa, like literally Amazon Alexa, you know, on the Anchor app where you see your stats and stuff like that and, your, you know, where your bank account is and stuff. I was looking at the the apps that were used to listen to the podcast because you know how there's multiple podcasting apps and stuff. I was looking, I scrolled down, I was like, whoa, Amazon Alexa. I was like, that's cool. I was like, I wonder who's doing that. Like, you're all doing the dishes and listening, like, the podcast. That's so funny. That's so cool. That's badass. I appreciate all you guys, um, like I said, good morning, like I said, episode 286, thanks for joining us, we're available everywhere, you get your shows, um, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you get your shows, we're available 100% free, you can also also visit us at www.anchor.fm forward slash 
Okay, WTK pod, and you can go on over to social media as well. Apparently, this has been working. So, like, at KWTK pod on Instagram, Twitter, G the King Official on Instagram, GT King Official on Twitter as well. So, we got a good show today, we got a good one planned. Um, I'm not gonna lie, but there's like a couple, like, three times where I try to do the show, and the introduction was just so sloppy. Like, we need to have like a good, solid set introduction and just try to spice it up each and every time i know i did like the little countdown and stuff like that that's so cool i mean i think i got that from joe rogan like a long time ago but yeah we got it that that would be kind of cool maybe add some music in the background and stuff and (laughs) you know like we used to have like a i think we did like a little tiny majority of them and stuff with the with the uh with the music in the background but i didn't want to like distract people because you know when you're going like right now, I can't hear the music if I was playing it. But when it, when when we uh when we you know p- post production for the show and stuff, we put the show out for everyone to listen to. It's gonna um, it's not gonna have the music and stuff. But anyways, guys, welcome in. Uh, we got a good show. Um, let's start. Let's not waste any time. Let's start right off. Um, I don't know. Like a few days ago, give me one second. Thirsty as fuck. So. Alright, we're going to start right here. I do not remember, if you guys remember, my Twitter the other day. It it blew up. It was blowing up. Oh my god, I just, I don't know, there was, I I got into it with some trolls, right? I don't ever do that, so, the one times that I do, you know, just, you know, everybody, you know, I don't know what the conversation was even about. Oh, it was, you know, like, you know, if you guys um, were in the news, you're paying attention to the news, hopefully you do. Leon, Leon Edwards has been looking for a fight with Jorge Masvidal, right? For the longest time since he, you know, got caught with that three-piece in a soda. Um, so Leon just constantly, you know, frequently will tweet to Jorge Masvidal and never get a response back. And, you know, obviously, if you look at the comment section, it's ruthless. And, you know, people are saying, like, oh, George is scared or all this other bullshit like that. I just, you know, I had to sit there and correct. I wasn't talking shit back. I was logically explaining myself. That's the fun part about the whole trash talk response and stuff. And, you know, he had a couple of, I mean, a couple of accounts, you know, like 32 followers. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, they'll go and look at your account and say, well, oh. More skills than I can list in a bio. Because if you look at my Instagram, it says more skills than I can list in a bio. You know, just like a little slogan. Just like you in your profile, your place, your, your space. It's like, basically, my space is your space. That's your profile. That's your everything. People, so people will try to, like, make fun or whatever it is. I'm like, dude, go fuck yourself. You, you, you took the time out your day to look at my profile. But anyways, no, I was talking about, um, basically, like... How Masvidal has more knockouts than Leon Edwards, and you know Leon Edwards has more wins by decision than anything. And people are in the steady in the comment section saying that Leon would smoke Jorge Masvidal, quote unquote smoke. I'm like, uh, when I literally said this, I said, when has Leon Edwards ever smoked anybody? As far as I'm concerned, his last, you know, he's only had two finishes in like the last five years or some shit like that, and you know he's on a win streak, and you know majority of those are all by decision, so. What is he going to do? Beat Jorge Masvidal in a decision? That's not smoking him. Smoking him is... Don't use the term smoking in, in, as you're coming in, unless you're going in there and knocking him out in the first round. Not being a decision machine. So there's no, there's nothing that Leon does that, that super impresses me that isn't anything else that I've ever seen. Nor is anything George Masvidal hasn't ever seen because, you know, he has like five times the, the fighting experience than Leon Edwards does. And, you know, like I said, I mean, experience is... Experiences. It's a stand-up striker battle. It's it's not probably not going to have to go to the ground or anything like that. I think it it purely would be a stand-up fight. You know, I give Leon Edwards credit. Definitely, he's a fucking savage. He's a solid fighter. He's a well-rounded fighter. He's a good striker. But you know, I, I've said this a lot of times that um, this sport's not about. I mean, you know, sadly, in in this day and age, we not sadly, but if you look at what the money makers are and stuff like that, like the Connors, the Ronas. The big names, people speaking up, people selling fights, the numbers of pay-per-view, the numbers of the fight night did. It's all about numbers. You know, people shun the events that don't get that much viewers. You know, pay-per-views, if they do bad, it's a bad look for the UFC. Pay-per-view is supposed to be like, you know, like top-notch matchups, you know, headliners, title fights. 
You know, there's no pay-per-views that aren't title fights. Majority. More times than not. I haven't seen a pay-per-view that's been a title, not non-title fight in a very long time. But I've seen a lot of main events and, and stuff like that. And what I was just saying, like, you know, Leon Edwards, you know, people know who know who he is. Knows, knows he's not like a, you know, like a, not like a casual, the casual fans might not know deeply who Leon Edwards is, but a lot of the um, hardcores do. But he's not really, like, interesting. And what I mean, like, you know, part of the fight is selling the fight, right? You want to get people interested in your fight. And what happens if you don't? No one's going to tune in. You got to do something to spice it up. Just as Connor does. Just as he did. Just as Masvidal did. Sean O'Malley. These guys are getting famous are not famous, they're getting attention to their fights because of what they're putting out, their social media, their interviews, their press, their personality, just who they are in general, how they carry themselves, what they tweet, what they say. I mean, Leon Edwards is only putting it in the news for bad reasons because, you know, he legitimately, like, look at, we're in a pandemic right now. I don't know how it is about, you know, like, flying in and out of England and all that, but, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know if I'm if I'm right or wrong. I'm not butchering this, but um, you know, you can't just you know. I mean, I don't know if you can. I mean, I, I would love to see that fight. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I know we got right into like the, that's not what we were really going to talk about. But you know, I just kind of you know basically just pointed out some stats, and you know, I had to use a Wikipedia, and then someone called me a casual and said, "I I bet you pick Masvidal to beat Usman." So I pulled up my Verdict MMA app and showed them. Screenshot, Kamara Usman by decision, fifty forty five baby. Fuck you! Don't ever try to trash talk me. I'll I'll make you look that on online and make you cry, buddy. Um, yeah, but basically, I just spent my time correcting a couple of people, and you're not, you know, kind of st- statistic. I was statistically being correct, and there wasn't anything that was inaccurate in what I said. And if you look at the way that I talk, and you look at the way that I that I type my tweets when they're very detailed, talking about specific situations and stuff, you'll see how you can definitely see it. So I definitely I did that. But on top of that, um, I don't know why, but Twitter uh, suspended some of my account my account features which I didn't even notice it said it was for 11 hours or so that night um but I don't know why I don't know why the fuck they did it for like I don't know uh, was it something I said did I did I offend someone did Twitter find it offensive is there a team out there that oh looking for people to take down I'm like jeez what did I say oh I think it was like the Jeffree Star thing or using the word bitch a lot Oh, because someone said, are you dumb? Oh, no, no, yeah, it was a Jeffree Star thing. So, you know who Jeffree Star is, right? I don't, I, I just figured out who this, I've seen the pictures and, you know, shit on Instagram or the fucking internet and stuff. Like, I know who it is. Um, I don't pay attention to any of the shit that he does. But, um, you know, just basically, so, a picture goes viral of Jeffree Star's new boyfriend. And on the side, it was uh, via Dom is Live News on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, showed the, a tattoo, I don't fucking know, some black guy's tattoo on his arm, and then they had a side-by-side picture of another super, or a new NBA star or something like that, and then Jeffree Star is in the other picture, sitting on top, face the other way, and all you see was the arm tattoo, and then you see the, um, all you, and then you see the side-by-side comparison, and so basically showing that the tattoo in the other picture when he's by himself playing basketball, like the screenshot picture of that, and then he looks at the arm that matches the one with Jeffrey Star. So I, uh, Jeffrey Star, and that basketball player are doing things, I guess, whatever they can do, because they're both men. Um, I don't mean. I asked on Twitter. I said, "How do they fuck?" I was like, "So how do they fuck?" I quoted something that was said or something. I was like, and I put the little confused face, and I guess people got got offended off that. Am I sorry? No, it's freedom of speech. I, I it was just in the moment, man. I was just having fun. I'm not, I'm not, I like, you know, you can't just sit there and harp on something like that. I mean, I was just, I was just playing around. <laughs> but my bad if people get offended. I didn't mean to. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I should apologize. I'm sorry. I'm an asshole sometimes. No, but I mean, if they're happy, they're happy. I'm not going to, you know, but, you know, the internet is ruthless. And I can't imagine the stress and the pressures of being a celebrity and 
things leaking out about you or things going on and, you know, people, um, you know, talking shit and stuff. I mean, all the time. Like, if you're not used to that and it just happens out of nowhere, that's got to be uh, something that's, you know, it's not really easy to get through and stuff. But, you know, it just depends on who you are, if you even pay attention to the tabloids or anything like that. But... A lot of these YouTubers, Instagram people, Instagram influencers, TikTokers, whatever it is that you do, that you seek to social media for, you know, obviously to get your, you know, whatever it is, your views, whatever. If you get paid for it, then by all means, go ahead and do that. But, you know, I just, I said some, I don't know, I guess I was just being un unfiltered. And then, okay, so to continue the tweet, uh, I don't know who it was that said, are you dumb? And I was like, I don't know, ask your bitch or something. Are you stupid? And she, I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know, ask your bitch, and, and, and that's probably why, yeah, yeah, I, I was just having some fun, man, sometimes I like to get on there, have some fun, don't take life too seriously, you know, sometimes, we had a lot, we had a lot of fun, but I was on fire yesterday, uh, the other, not the, it was like last week or so, so yeah, I had a lot of fun, and it was, it was pretty cool, man, like I said, um, but yeah, don't get, don't take life too seriously, don't take it up the ass, haha, <laughs> we were just talking about Jeffree Star and his boyfriend, and I said, don't take it up the ass. No pun intended. I'm sorry. Anywho, before I get us canceled, and like I said, the numbers started to pile up a little bit more on our streaming and stuff. I'd hate to lose that. So let's not uh, let's not get canceled here. <laughs> then again, we're on Spotify, so we're not going to get canceled. Fuck you. But anyways, um, yeah. So let's get in, let's get into some. Uh, other shit. Alright, so we got some fights this weekend. Uh, Anthony Smith versus Alexander Rakic. Rakic. Light heavyweight fight. Um, good fight. You know, like I said, pair of top contenders now in the vacated light heavyweight division. Uh, John, it's not owned by John Jones, so it opens the door for a lot of these guys that we've seen lose to John Jones and, you know, kind of just be in a stalemate spot in the division while John's at the top not nearing for a rematch anytime soon. So now we get guys like, you know, Tiago Santos is taking on Glover Teixeira. Alexander Rakic versus um, Anthony Smith this weekend. Um, is there another fight, big fight at 205? Let me pull. Let me look up some of the, the big fights at 205. The 205-pound division suddenly is getting a little bit more exciting because you're trying to wonder. Oh, yeah, Dominic Reyes versus Jan Blachowicz. So Reyes is getting a title fight off a loss but he still gets the opportunity to fight for the undisputed UFC light heavyweight title. Um, that's a, that's something that's really uh, exciting for him. Obviously, he seemed to complain, not really be too happy with the six-week six week notice preparation, but... Uh, oh, what the fuck? No, I was reading. Uh, oh, wow. Joe Rogan. Um, his new era on Spotify is um, September 1st. That just caught my... Uh, that just caught my attention right there. Um, but let me see. Uh, let me get back to it. What were you even talking about? Oh, yeah, we got Blahovich versus Reyes. I mean... It's so cool, man. It's interesting because now, for the longest time, we thought John Jones has been the guy that's been on top for so long. So, so now who's gonna be the guy to um, hold the belt? Because if you think dating back, even history, man, before when Shogun had the belt, he just won it against Machida. Machida just won it from Rashad. Rashad had won it from Forrest. Who did Forrest win? I forgot. Who did Forrest beat win the belt? To, who who did Forrest beat to win the belt? Why is this slipping my mind? Let me pull that up. Forrest. Was it Rampage? Uh, let me see. Don't don't um mind the tapping. Give me one second. You're only 41 years old. Not bad. Alright, um... 
Forrest Griffin was one of what landed a lot of good significant strikes. You know, he won them like three out of the last four of his fights. Damn, it seems like forever since he fought. Yeah, last time he fought was 2012. That was against Tito Ortiz at UFC 148. Um, I'm trying to look at who who beat him, who he beat to become the world champion. Not yeah, to become the world champion. He beat he beat Chael Sonnen. Damn, Forrest. No, what the hell? So he won the light heavyweight title, but when the fuck did he win the light heavyweight title? Oh, here we go. That was against yeah, it was against Rampage. See, I just kind of had to pull out the archives. Yeah, the Rampage. Who did Rampage get it from? Knocked out Chuck with no. Who? See, that's the thing. I don't. I don't. Some of this I do remember. I just don't like. I just not thinking about it. I guess. Oh, it was a. Oh, it, oh wow. That's special then. Damn. So Chuck is Chuck that had the belt. He had the. I mean, I, I remember all this is just like damn. It's all coming back to me like a flood. So Chuck had the belt. Knocks him out. And so basically, what I'm saying is a light heavyweight belt just kept bouncing around like a fucking uh, English hooker. Constantly. Well, why does that have to be English? It can be American hooker. Bouncing around like a hooker. This freaking belt went from person to person to person to person. No consistency. Until we get a man named John Jones. So Shogun wins the belt. A young man named John Jones comes in at 23 years old. Youngest champion in UFC history still to this day until somebody breaks that record. Then John came in. Destroyed Shogun. Then went on to destroy everybody else. Through the likes of Rampage. Shot Evans. Chael Sonnen. Vitor Belfort. Lyoto Machida. Alexander Gustafson two times. Daniel Cormier two times. Over St. Pru. Tiago Santos. Di Dominic Reyes. So all these, I mean, he's been beating all these guys for years. And, you know, fighting through the eras of different fighters, man. So John made his move, is making his move to heavyweight. So now the light heavyweight division's up for grabs. So now we got Rackage Smith this weekend. I'll be a good... A good contender fight as well as maybe they take on the winner. I don't know. Maybe the winner of Tiago Santos and to go over to Shara might be in the wings for an undisputed title shot. Shot and a winner against the winner of Santos or a winner of excuse me of Reyes and Blahovich. Interesting fight though for sure. You know the Reyes and Blahovich fight because you think how you know big and tall Reyes is and how quick he is, good footwork, good nasty power. But, you know, they're, they're two guys that have nasty power. I mean, Jan, Jan, you see when you do Luke Rockhold, I mean, what he did to Corey Anderson, this guy is hella hard. These guys hit hard at 205, man, so you can't uh, sleep on them. Reyes is nasty, too. Nasty, um, you know, snappy punches and you know, very long limbs and very, you know, very fast and quick. Good takedown defense. You know, phenomenal. A lot of people thought he beat John Jones and, you know, they've seen a rematch. People would think that the fight would go differently. I think he did phenomenal. Know, valiant effort against the champion John Jones at the time, but you know I don't I still didn't think he won, but I thought it was one of the best efforts that anybody put, along with the Tiago Santos fight too. So, you know it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean Reyes, um, is fantastic. Blahovich is fantastic. I mean these guys are all gunning for gold right now. So you know it's a hot time with two hundred fives, and and I'm excited for him. Um, Rakic versus Smith is a really good fight. Uh, Anthony Smith's coming off the loss to Glover Teixeira. So, um, you know, he has something to prove against Rakic. Rakic has that signature knockout win over uh, Jimmy Manua. Man, if you guys seen that head kick, dude, and you've seen Manua curled up on the floor, dude, that was insane. Um, I liked his uh, interview on Bisping's uh, podcast. He was on, um, I think he was on Believe You Me, the Believe You Me podcast with Michael Bisping. And he, he seemed like a very, uh, you know, very respectful kind of guy, so I like to wish him all the best. And you know, it's gonna be an interesting fight, definitely. I'm not, I don't really know too much about Rakic's style, but I know do know Smith is phenomenal with his submission game. He's obviously good on the feet as well. Nasty elbows, 
nasty knees, nasty kicks. Guy's nasty overall anywhere, and you know he's very smart. You know, fantastic on the desk. Does does uh, amazing on the on the um on the broadcast booth. I mean, in the in the commentary booth, not the commentary booth, but like the you know the UFC pre shows and post shows and stuff. He does good, man. He does really good. So you know, he he has a wealth of knowledge. Obviously, he knows what what went wrong in the last fight, and you know he's very sincere about it. So. You can only wish him the best, and you know, I I'm gonna go with Anthony Smith, you know, because I think I think he's real. I mean, I, I I like him. I like the style. I like his I like his attitude. He's a great fighter. He has a lot of experience. So I mean, there's not a lot of things that he hasn't seen, and you know, obviously, like I said, this this 205 pound division is wide open. Suddenly, we're talking about 205 again, because you know, when when we when you got a guy like John Jones, it's nothing bad about him. By the way, to say this, but you got a guy that's just so damn good, and you know this really keeps the the division in a stalemate. If you keep a division in a stalemate, there's really nothing exciting, nothing to happen. You really, I can see what he means by you know not really getting excited for too much things. My me myself is not. I'm not really too excited for that division. You know, I wasn't really excited for that division again because all it, all it is is full of rematches and fights that would go one sidedly for John. And funny, th funny thing I actually just thought about. Um, back I think Rakic and Smith are both coming off of losses. They're both coming off of losses, so I'd say you give the title shot to the winner of Tiago Santos versus Glover Teixeira because Glover Teixeira is on a streak. Obviously, Tiago Santos is coming off of a loss, but he beats Glover Teixeira in impressive fashion. You just beat a guy who had a streak. And one of their only streaks at 205 pounds, if I'm not mistaken. You know, Jan Blachowicz is doing good, too. Um, so the winner of that will face the winner of Blachowicz versus Reyes, which will be exciting because, like I said, all these new matchups are heavily enticing. Heavily exciting. Can't wait for that. Um, what else we got? Who else is on that card, by the way? My pen just finished charging. This store called Pax. They're all over the place, so let me see. Alright, here we go. How could we forget about Ruthless Robbie Lala? This card's really good. Looking at it from top to bottom, we got Smith versus Rakic, Robbie Lala returning against Neil Magny, Kim versus Grasso, Lamas versus Algio, and Kalaya versus Kunte Lava. Very exciting fight for a lot of people. Um, if you remember seeing the first one, how how excellent and how you know kind of you know how fast paced it was right off the bat, very aggressively on both sides of that fight. A lot of people, um, you know, wanted this. You know, obviously it was stopped a little too early, but you know it was a uh, really exciting. It was a really exciting fight up until when it ended. But yeah, I mean, ruthless Robbie Lawler returning, dude. That's crazy. That's a good fight. I mean, Robbie, absolutely vicious. Absolutely fantastic. It'll be interesting to see what he's got in the tank. I mean, I've been, I feel like it's been a while. I mean, obviously, you've seen the fight with Colby Covington. I mean, people were just, people were just say that, that that was a tough fight. Colby beat Robbie. He beat him fairly easily, too. So, I mean, like, Robbie Lawler is very vicious. He, has, he obviously has a good chin. He can take it. Um... And uh, you know he's going up against a very good guy. Neil Magny's a good guy. I, I thought about I thought about this style fight the other day, and I thought you know Neil trains at Denver and Denver, Colorado at elevation. See, he has fantastic cardio. You know, you know he's you know he's kind of been one of those guys that just been there. And, you know, you, you fight. You know, he's ha had some big wins over some really good guys, and you know he's kind of like quiet, so he's not really like you know really like a household name if you will like a lot of hardcores know who he is but casual fans won't i know who neil magny is i love neil magny he's great great fighter um really respectful former like marine or he's like a marine former marine or something like that and he's just oh you know he's a phenomenal fighter he's good in all areas he's good on the feet good with submissions good with takedowns you know he's, he's you know obviously training with guys like curtis blades and you know other and you know everyone else on elevation fight team he's looked he looked good and he looked good in his last fight and you know, he's going up against Robbie Lawler, which is, you know, a little bit.
bigger, more, bit, I don't know necessarily if it's a big step up in competition, but it's a little bit more of a, you know, that's a, who, who would have thought that kind of fight, basically? Like, damn, that's a crazy fight, man. If you can get a win over Robbie Lawler, that would be great. Um, and Robbie Lawler, like, as vicious as he is, just comes forward, you know, doesn't give a fuck. He's trying to take your head off with every single punch. Very knockout power in his hands and feet and knees and kicks. Look at the way he fucked up Bobby Volker. Remember, I mean, the wins over the win over Johnny Hendricks. I mean, the wins over Rory McDonald. I mean, the second one was one of the most classic fights of all time. Man, how could anybody forget that kind of fight? absolutely vicious man that was one of the best i mean we see highlights of it all the time right? every time you know every other day or every other week you saw you see that you know the the classic picture of him and rory standing in the middle of the octagon and stuff and that's just some of the most vintage and most you know parts of history that you know can never be forgotten so like i said he returns that's going to be exciting um really really pushing for robbie to get this one because you know i like robbie robbie's a good guy he's a you know, he, you know, he doesn't really give a fuck about what people say, and, you know, he's just, uh, you know, obviously, just kind of keeps to himself, and not really, even really on social media, unless he's promoting his, like, uh, you know, American ethanol brand, you know, the, um, you know, his sponsors and stuff, you know, they probably require him to do that, other than that, he does not really social media, he doesn't really live his life on social media, and, you know, that's, that's some of the things that I think a lot of people should do, you know, perfect examples, of how people should be, but, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm not mad at that, I definitely support it, man, he's, I'd rather be in the room training, rather than, like, uh, rather, but, yeah, anyways, guys, um, um, quickly, we're brought to you by Anchor, Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your shows, Kicking It With The King is available everywhere you get your shows, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play Music, I don't think it's Google Play Music. Everywhere you get your shows, ladies and gentlemen, we're available. We're available on Amazon Alexa as well if you want to stream our show from there. Um, you can visit the website directly at www.anchor.fm forward slash kwtkpod to stream, download, or listen to every single one of our episodes predated, recorded with Anchor. And also, ladies and gentlemen, follow us on social media on Twitter, kwtkpod. Instagram at KWTKPod as well. G the King official on Instagram. GT King MMA on Twitter. All right, let's get into fight picks. Via Verdict MMA, you can follow me on Verdict MMA as well. G the King MMA. Let me check it out. Um, let me go. Where is it? There we go. We're gonna make fight picks live. Get ready for the shit. And it appears that I have already put in my picks. Four out of five, at least. Magomad Ankalaev. This is Ayan Kuntilaba. I put him to win via TKO in the second round. Ricardo Lamas. This is Bill Aligo. I'm going to go with Ricardo Lamas by decision. I don't even know who the other fucking dude is. I think it's a short notice guy. I picked Alessa Grasso. By decision, Robbie Lawler by decision, Anthony Smith by submission in round two. Eh, I'm going to switch that. And oh, I, I don't mind keeping it, man, whatever. Anyways, though, go from there to that. Any other breaking news, anything? Today's show is a little bit shorter because it's only the, it's only the first one. Well, I mean, like I said, we're going to be back tomorrow as well, so we're going to have a pre-show oh <laughs> uh, well this is kind of like kind of counts as a pre-show kind of not really but what's this say i got another fuck oh never mind i was i thought something else someone else followed me any other breaking news anything else we got oh my god um Dylan Dennis says, so Sean O'Malley couldn't stand with screaming in agony and taken out in the stretcher, but x-rays come back completely keen, and he says he wants one more before the end of the year. What? Yeah, but 
Interesting, though. I mean, like I said, it is a freak injury. And, uh, like, a freak injury, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I've never had that happen to me. Have you guys ever had that? I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, I mean, I've never got kicked in the castle before, so I don't necessarily know, like, what it is. Like, what's, if, I mean, how sincerely it hurts. I mean, it said the x-rays came back clean. I mean, if you remember, you remember going back to that fight with, um, he had, he had that fight with, um, what is his name? Sukum, Andre Sukumta, right? He hurt his leg like that. A lot of people were criticizing him for not going for the takedown. And, you know, that, that same injury reoccurred. You go fast forward to the Cheeto Vera fight. He, you know, his leg gives out as well. And, uh, you know, it's not, it, you know, it's the same, it's like the same reoccurring thing. But like I said, I had I never I never had gotten kicked like that, so I don't I don't really know like how how badly it hurt.